It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. getting heavier as the day progresses, though. That's good. It's getting real heavy knowing what we've got planned this weekend. Casey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, yes, we will be headed to the Bahamas. This is our daily reminder to you and to ourselves. That we're going to a beach, and you're probably not. I'm yeah, so sorry about it. We are going to the Bahamas here coming up this weekend and into next week, where we'll take the show live. And this always happens. I feel like we go to a tropical location and then St. Louis decides that it's going to be warm. It's going to be nice at the end of October. I saw that too, but that's good. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, 37 degrees outside right now. Supposed to be 70 by this afternoon. Exactly. And tomorrow, a high of 80. Love that. Typical St. Louis fall is what we're experiencing now. Uh, So yeah, let's get the show started. Matthew Perry is coming clean with how bad his drug problem actually was and I guess is. Uh, We'll talk about that in keeping up with Casey. Pujols is getting the highest honor in St. Louis next month. I've got details in sports and we've got Jingle Fest tickets and Jason Aldean tickets for his performance at Mizzou and Remy versus Casey today. Happy Friday light. We got one more day. That's it. It's going down. And then no more days in the week. <laughs> and then we go to the Bahamas. And then we'll rub it in your face next week. Something's in the water. These country singers are sipping because babies are popping out everywhere. We talked earlier this week about John Party announcing that their unborn child is a girl. Mm-hmm. Fun. But this week, there have also been a couple baby announcements. First, Randy Hauser, 46, welcomed his second son, Harlan Banks. He says that they've been soaking up the last four weeks of not really, you know, posting pictures or telling people anything, just keeping it to themselves. Yeah. And then you have Chris Lane, 37, who welcomed his second son earlier this week, who did the opposite. Very much pictures, videos online, showing it off. Feels very Chris Lane to me. What I heard about Chris and his wife, Lauren. She was a bachelorette. No, she got the bachelor. Okay, gotcha. She, I guess, like, quote, won the bachelor. And they broke up. And then they broke up. Obviously, okay. So when they unexpectedly got pregnant so soon after their first baby had been born, they had no idea what they were going to name this baby because they only had two boy names that they ever liked or could agree on. Mm Mm-hmm. And they used them both on the first baby. <laughs> so I don't know if they were uh, hoping for a girl, but since their first baby was named Dutton Walker Lane, I have no idea what they're going to come up with this for this one. Johnny Walker Lane. Same middle names. Yeah, but it's it's a uh, it's an alcohol. <laughs> Johnny Walker. <laughs> Either way, I'm interested to hear something that artists have been do- or celebrities in general have been doing is like they'll show a picture, but then they won't announce the name. They know what we're waiting for. Yeah. They know everybody's chomping at the bit and everybody's about to judge the name as soon as it comes out anyway. So they're taking their time with releasing it. But we'll see what it is. We've had to. So we've had a couple of births in our family and uh-huh. we've had to coach the kids a little bit because you know how kids are. They're very unfiltered. Yeah. So we had to say, no matter what they tell you the name is, Emerson and Leo, you need to say, oh my gosh, I love that name. Because and you just you just had a nephew born. Yes. And before they were guessing the names and my brother had suggested one just being, you know, very joking. And Emerson was like, I don't 
don't like that name. That's not gonna. That's not gonna fly. Not good. <laughs> I was like, Emerson, you can't say that. If they actually name the baby that, you can't say that. So we have to coach the kids now. That's funny. Yeah. I'm imagining them meeting the baby. You have a good name. Good job to your parents on that one. <laughs> Remy and Casey. On Monday, we talked about how I do not have a tan for the Bahamas. And in years past, we went to Turks and Caicos. I went and I got the actual tanning bed tan. Mm-hmm. Still have tan lines from that. I don't know why you're so worked up that you still have tan lines from that. That's what you have. That's what happens when you change the color of your skin. It was a year ago. Yeah, Usually I know. Usually it goes away and you no, turn back to your normal whiteness. It's never going to go away because what was covering you when you got those, that part of you is never going to see the sun. So why would those ever blend back together? <laughs> so we were talking about how I can get tan in a week. And the only option at this point was some sort of, you know, build a tan lotion or self tanner. So we talked about that on Monday and then instantly got a call from someone who was like, you got to go see my girl at Sunset Skin. Her name is Haley. She'll spray tan you. It'll be great. And we were like, bet. Yeah. So I reached out and she's coming into the studio tomorrow morning. At 8 a.m. to give me a spray tan okay. in the studio. I've never seen one of these travel spray tan setups. So what's she going to come in here with, like, a whole little changing room for you? There's going to be, I would imagine, and I've been playing this out in my mind all week. I'm really hoping the tent is opaque so you cannot see through it. But I'm visualizing, like, one of the, you know, those transparent purses that you have to take into like the concerts. Enterprise Center or concerts. That's what I'm thinking the material will be. So you can oh, just like, yeah. see me hanging out behind this thing. Our coworkers are going to be stopped in the hallway looking <laughs> through this studio window to see you in your Captain Underpants getting spray tanned down. I'm thinking about all the things that could go wrong. Not because I don't trust Haley, but just because it's spray tan. Am I going to be orange? It, will I look like a Cheeto it in the Bahamas? It just feels that that is the most likely scenario. <laughs> you probably will be a little orange. And the thing that makes it worse is that you're not just going to be in the Bahamas with us. On Saturday, before you leave, you're going to officiate a wedding. Yes. Yes, I will be in front of a couple hundred people. And and in their pictures forever. Yeah. In the background. Oh, my gosh. I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, the second they turn around, that, that image is like... I now present to you, you know, the happy couple or whatever. Uh And then there's me in the background with my little booklet and my orange face. Okay. Well, have you done it? Have you started like preparing at all? I don't know how. How do you you prepare? You need to go home and exfoliate tonight. Oh, I don't lotion. I exfoliate. You exfoliate tonight. And if you don't know what that means, your wife can help. Okay. I'm sure she's got the stuff. Do I need a pumice stone? Probably, <laughs> if I'm being honest, it no, wouldn't. Just, it just wouldn't hurt get to. Some rocks. It wouldn't hurt to maybe shave some things. Like what? Like maybe your like stomach. <laughs> I don't know what your stomach looks like, but I feel like that might be a good idea. Oh, we are gonna find out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, everybody's gonna get to know Remy tomorrow. I'm letting everyone in this office know what time the show starts. Yeah. Don't come this way. Remy's naked in the studio. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Blues beat the Kraken last night 4-3 to three in OT, improving the record to 2-0. Oh. That means we're undefeated. Let's go. Hey-o. Undefeated. undefeated. 
Justin Falk scored his second goal of the game at 250 of overtime. Vladimir Tarasenko took advantage of the defensive mishap behind the net and found Falk in front of the net for his third assist of the game. Saturday, the Blues will take on the Edmonton Oilers in Edmonton. Puck drop at 3 o'clock. One of the greatest athletes in St. Louis history is adding another award to his shelf. And this is a uniquely special one. The Musial Awards announced that Albert Pujols will be presented with the Lifetime Achievement Award for Sportsmanship at this year's ceremony. It's like the best award you can get. With the Pujols Family Foundation... He has helped improve the lives of countless people in St. Louis, across the country, and his native Dominican Republic. Pujols has also uh, was also honored with the prestigious Roberto Clemente Award for Sportsmanship in 2008. So does this make you feel a little bit better? I know earlier this week you were really bummed because that means he's got to go back to California to take care of some stuff with the Angels that he's still under contract for. Mm-hmm. But now you, do you feel a little bit better knowing that as a Cardinal he got this awesome honor? Yeah, I think so. As long as he's able to come back and do things like this, you know, in the his, future with his Pujols Foundation and still help out St. Louisans and that kind of thing. You know, he's got property here. He's owning property out here so that he can fly back and forth whenever yeah. the time calls for it. Yeah. Well, the Musial Awards will take place on November 19th at Stiefel Theater. So he'll be back for that, hopefully. And let's go back to the Winter Games for a brief second. You remember the Russian figure skater that got busted for medication she was taking? And yeah, there was, she was like, like 15. Doping and all that kind of stuff. Well, something I didn't realize is that there still hasn't been a medal ceremony, which means that our skaters still don't have... That is have, so rude. They don't have medals yet. Okay. If I was anybody that ran the Olympics, when that ish ended, like yep. the very last day, I would have been like, you know what? We still don't have an answer. See ya in four years, lady girl. Our ladies need some medals. <laughs> it's called closure. So like, I, I guess Nathan Chen and a bunch of the U.S. figure skaters are all on a group text together. And every once in a while, they'll check in to see if there's any new, any new news. But it's been eight months since the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee basically deemed this girl... Uh, sh- they said she was... So the, if I remember correctly, they didn't let her skate, and then they let her skate. And then they were going to do the investigation afterwards, but still very, didn't, they still didn't have the medal ceremony. It was very confusing. Which means that everybody is paying for Russia at this point. What's so, new? That, and that's, that's really all there is. I saw this story, and I was like, didn't even realize that we haven't had a medal ceremony for these guys yet. Yeah, that really sucks for the people that did compete and were healthy and not on drugs. So uh, I guess uh, they can. the International Olympic Committee is still being pushed for some sort of resolution. But there's protections around her, her because she's underage. Right. So investigations are harder to do, I guess. I don't know. Just give us our medals. That's it. Well, That's all we're asking. Her grandfather is happy for taking medication and, Jeez. quote, giving her water to drink out of yeah. after he drank out of it. Yeah. Liar! Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Matthew Perry, best known for playing Chan Bing on the iconic show Friends, has written and released a heartbreaking memoir. Before I get into it, if you watched the Friends reunion show a year or two years ago, it was clear to see that Matthew, Matthew Perry was not looking great. Yeah. 
it was like all anybody talked about after the episode was over. How he just really didn't look good and he was speaking, but nothing was really coming out. Which is kind of unfortunate because I feel like this is the this is the reunion that all Friends fans wanted. And it happened. They got them all in a room together. And that's all that people really focused on at the end of it. Right. And Chandler was arguably one of the, I mean, everybody has their thoughts. In my head, Chandler was arguably the best character on the show. That's what my wife always says. Yes. Yeah. And well, he's finally ready to tell his story of addiction. So he reveals that at only 49 years old, he almost lost his life after an opioid overdose. Doctors told his family that the chances of survival were only 2%. Wow. He put it, they put him in a coma for two weeks in a hospital bed for five months. And the nine months following his release, he had to use a, what's it called, colostomy bag? Mm-hmm. He also reveals that this addiction dates back to when he starred on Friends. And he was cast at only 24, so back then it was really mostly alcohol. But he tells that the whole cast knew about it while they were on the show. And not to, it, not in a judgy way. It actually is really sweet. In his book, he compares it to penguins. He says, penguins in nature, when one is sick or when one is very injured, the other penguins surround it and prop it up. They stand around it to protect that penguin until it can walk on its own again. And that's what my cast did for me, that's, which I thought was yeah. so sweet. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I know that there is, I'm not obviously a huge Friends fan, although I could be converted. But hearing all of the rehab stuff and, you know, his trials and tribulations with addiction, I didn't realize that it started so young in the series. Mm -hmm. But I guess it did. To this day, he's had 14 stomach surgeries to correct those injuries. But now at 53, he is sober and he is looking very healthy. Like on the cover of this book and he kind of told all this in a People magazine article, he looks great. Yeah. He looks exactly what you would expect Chandler being to look like at 53. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, sometimes it's a rough road for, for people, right? Agree. I'm glad he made it out the other side and with the support of, of good friends, too. Yeah, that is the part that I love the most because you have these TV shows where you really love the cast, you love the plot, and then you leave it to find out that they actually all hated each other and it didn't go well at all. Yeah. And then you have this one where it's exactly how it felt in real life, too. Yeah. So all the best to Matthew Perry, and hopefully we'll be seeing him more on screen someday. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I'd say I'm pretty good in awkward situations. Probably because I'm the cause of most of them. (laughs) (laughs) You make it awkward. Casey, would you say you're more or less awkward than the average person? Um, I have this mantra. Okay. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. If you feel like you're in an awkward situation, you say in your head, it's only awkward if you make it awkward. So act right. But also, sometimes it just takes a hold of you. And I feel like I'm more awkward than other people. (laughs) A new poll on uncomfortable situations found one in four people think they're more awkward than the average. 26% of us think we're more awkward. 41% say less awkward. It's because we're always overthinking what we're doing ourselves, but nobody else is paying that much attention to you. That's true. That's true. 
Here are some of the top ways we, re we react when we're caught in an awkward situation. Avoid eye contact. 37% of us do this. An uncomfortable laugh or smile. 29% of us do this. Casey does this one notoriously. <laughs> Leave immediately and just remove yourself from the situation. I cannot tell you how many times I've been in an awkward conversation with somebody, anybody. And Casey's standing right there. And she just walks away and leaves me there. <laughs> you said it yourself. You're better at awkward situations. So I just let you handle it. It's so, it's and so, I'm going to be like, over there. It's funny because I'll be, I'll have eye contact with the person or whoever it is that we're talking to. And then I'll look around and be like, where'd she go? <laughs> Maybe she had to go to the bathroom. I don't know. No, Every I just, time. I've only got so much uh, space in my head and that's not what I want to waste it on. So I'm out. 15% says there's a good chance that they'll start sweating. 11% said they'll stammer or struggle to say anything at all. Mm, yeah. People break out in hives in awkward situations. Yeah, they do. Very limited, like 3% of us, it says in this poll, will break out in hives. And 15% of Americans, or roughly one in seven people, say they actually enjoy awkward conversation. I would say that I'm one of those people. I like to see... Like when when Casey and I first met, I feel like there was a lot of those questions that I asked you that I just yeah wanted because to... it was the first time I was seeing you face to face and you asked me my political party preference <laughs> and I thought I don't think that this is a trap and honestly I don't even care but I know that it's a touchy subject for a lot of people so I just wanted to see how you reacted <sighs> yeah that's a good way that's a good way to make people get uncomfortable and see see how they're feeling you out yeah there's also a uh, you know there's also the, the whole well you can just verbally say awkward no oh, i don't like awkward. that i don't like that well is it not, is it awkward situation for you <laughs> time for remy versus casey we've got our contestants on the phone tim in highland caitlin in east alton caitlin you were on the phone first so who's winning today will it be remy or casey you duh wait which one's you me remy 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 oh! is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 W.I.L. It is, you should probably know this, movie style here, okay, guys? Okay. And these are movies of all genres. If you get it right, you get two points. If you steal and get it right, you get a point. Remy, you're in the lead this week, eight to five. Another win yesterday for you. I know. Just keep racking them up. Here you go, Remy. Inching them out. What was the first feature-length animated movie ever released? First feature-length animated movie ever released, mm -hmm. and this is Halloween-related. Oh, it's not Halloween. It's all oh, over it's the not board. Halloween oh no, related. not to not today. Uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I'll steal for the guess. <laughs> Snow White. Yes. Snow White. Wow. The Seven Doors. Let's go. Okay. Casey won nothing, and you get the next question here. In the Matrix, does Neo take the blue or the red pill? Hmm. Always the blue. I'll steal for the red. <laughs> oh, <come> on, <laughs> one one. <laughs> Remy. That's for, on the game master. If he's gonna put on 50-50 questions. I got a 50-50 question there. I know that. Uh for what movie did Tom Hanks score his first Academy Award nomination? Big. Great movie. Wanted to see the Polar Express. No? <laughs> <laughs> Three, one, Remy. Casey here. You can tie it up. Angels and Demons. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what pop vocal group performs at the wedding in Bridesmaids? 
Oh, no. No. Is that those three women? Yeah. <laughs> or it's like two women. Yeah. You got to hold on. Gosh, they're they're called like McCarthy Unlimited or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do, you, what do you got? I don't think I can steal, but uh, Wilson Phillips. Oh. That, that is correct. Wilson Phillips, yes. Literally the same thing. <laughs> Very, I thought it was close. Yes. I mean, I almost gave you half a point. I didn't know Melissa McCarthy had a band. <laughs> <laughs> With Jenny McCarthy, too. Yeah. <laughs> With all the McCarthys. Remy. What Hollywood movie star, by the way, if you get this, you win. Okay. What Hollywood movie star plays himself in Zombieland? In Zombieland? In Zombieland. Jason Bateman. Do you want to guess, Casey? Adam Driver. <laughs> Bill Murray is the correct answer. Bill Murray. Wow. Oh. Man, Remy on fire. Remy. Remy. Uh, is this where I start to bust out my like my? I don't want you to bust out anything. Award acceptance speeches and things like that. Like I like to thank my mother and father for having me. And, no, okay. <laughs> Congratulations to Caitlin and East Alton. Jason Aldean or Jingle Fest tickets? Up to you. Jingle Fest. Go on to Jingle Fest. Fest. Yeah, we'll see you there, Tim. We got you the Jason Aldean tickets. And yes, I am on fire. For now. What do you mean for now? There's always a chance, right? <laughs> I guess. Always a chance I can come back. That's true. That's true. Good luck. Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Carrie Underwood is coming to St. Louis on November 7th. And here's what you can expect. She's, of course, going to play all her biggest hits. But don't worry, I'm not going to ruin the set list for you. Okay. I'm predicting all the bells and whistles and maybe even that she brings out that truck that she lights on fire during Before He Cheats. She did that at her Vegas residency. I'm thinking there might be a way to do that again on tour if it's... Just a little bit of pyro, I think. If it's like, yeah, a truck that's made for, not for driving, but for setting on fire again and again and again. <laughs> yeah. But also, there's one bit of the show that'll take up five minutes or so. That Carrie performs just for herself. She doesn't care what anyone else thinks about it. She says, this is my show and I'm doing it. She says she's going to cover Guns N' Roses, maybe some other rock and roll bands. Classic rock. I watched this performance of her performing Welcome to Jungle. And I have never seen Carrie Underwood come alive like she does when she plays classic rock music. Yeah, I really feel like uh, this would be a highlight of the show. This would be a fun moment in the show. Oh, yeah. You brought it up one time. I think you said something about should Carrie drop a rock album. I think she would shock everyone. Yeah. In the best way. Because she's got the huge belt buckle on and all the black... And her hair is huge, yeah. and she's going for it, and it works. Like for whatever reason, because you know she, you got Carrie Underwood. She puts out her gospel album, her Christmas album, and she is like little drummer boy. And then <laughs> she turns it around with this. Welcome to the jungle. And for most people, it wouldn't work, but for Carrie, it really works. And I know that she's going to play that here in St. Louis. So get yourself ready for that. Also, I'm just now realizing that this is a Monday concert. The seventh, yeah. The seventh is. 
Let's rock out on a Monday. You got to do what you got to do. And hey, she understands she can't keep you out too late. She's got kids too. Okay. You think Carrie Underwood's going to bed after 11 o'clock? Get real. <laughs> you see, she gets her beauty sleep. Jimmy, hey. take the rest of the show. I got to go to bed. <laughs> it's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey. Powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. eBay is banning... Jeffrey Dahmer costumes after listing Surge due to Netflix's monster. Nice. You can't sell items that promote or glorify violence on eBay. Nice. Went to eBay this morning, searched Jeffrey Dahmer costume, found glasses. I guess they sell Jeffrey Dahmer style glasses or something for the costume. So they're not all down. But I would imagine the amount of listings that go up on eBay every second are crazy. Yeah, you don't really need like a costume to dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer, but like the glasses are a big part of it and the way, I guess, the types of clothes that he wore. But I'm glad they're making an effort to not do that because we talked about it a couple weeks ago and the glorifying and excitement around shows and podcasts about serial killers is so disturbing. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's real life for a lot of people. Uh, I did search Ted Bundy costume, nothing. Right. Pam Hupp costume, nothing. So maybe eBay is actually sticking to this. I don't know if all outlets online are sticking to not selling costumes Doubtful. like this. But there are some alternatives there that you could be for Halloween, though. Yeah, like are, anything. Are also are also a little edgy, and I'm not sure are appropriate. Like the Queen. I just, by the way, I just looked and there's tons of, uh, there's like Jeffrey Dahmer stuff on Amazon. Yeah. You know, so you, it's accessible and it's so dumb. Amazon hasn't regulated it, apparently. What did you just say about my girl, the queen? I just said there are, there are still some on the edge costumes that may or may not be okay. Why is the queen not okay? Well, she just, she just passed away. It's one of those things where, you know, it might be a touchy subject. If you were going to a Halloween party in Britain or something. Yeah, maybe if you dressed like as a dead queen, but as Queen Elizabeth, I think that's okay. There's Steve Irwin and a crocodile. It's a couple's costume. It's not good. Yeah. It's on the edge. You can dress your kid as a cigarette. That's a Halloween costume. I need to know more circumstances than that. There's got to be a story. If you have a killer inside joke about it, that's one thing. But otherwise, don't do that. I just don't understand how, how, like, some of these costume companies make some weird costumes. Like, the one nightstand costume. It's literally a nightstand costume. Oh, a nightstand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a sexy Mr. Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. It's basically booty shorts and a red sweater crop top. Mm. So if you want to be, like, a sexy Mr. Rogers, I guess you got that going for you. Yeah. Uh, Eggplant. I don't know why that's on there. Apparently, want to be the eggplant emoji. It's funny, I guess. It's the serial killer stuff that I'm glad they're making somewhat of an effort to take down. Yes. I was listening to our boys, The Rizzuto Show, our sister station, as they were also talking about this probably last week. And they said, you know, what would you do if maybe your teenager wanted to dress up as someone like Jeffrey Dahmer? What would you do? We have a conversation. Right. Either <laughs> either like you're cool with it or you're not. And I feel like if you're cool with it, maybe some things need to start. We, we got to put some pieces together of this puzzle. Yeah. I, I, I get the whole 
I want to raise some eyebrows when I go to my Halloween party, but I just think that there's a better way to do it, you know? Great news is you can find awesome costumes at Johnny Brock's Dungeon here yes. in St. Louis, and you're going to die when you see, not literally, when you see Remy and I's costume this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited about that. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. What if I told you that your dog knows and you're dumb? Like your dog knows when you're incompetent. He better. I tell him everything. I sit there and talk to him all day long. You better know everything I'm going through. When your dog needs something, do they approach one person in the family first? Oh, yeah. If so, and if your dog is particularly a female, that may be because they know the other people in the household are incompetent. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. Growing up at my parents' house, their dog, straight to mom. They know dad's not going to help. Yep. Straight to mom. At home, Willie, the got your sick service dog I'm puppy raising, straight to me. It's like, I don't know, I'm not even wasting time with that gingerbread man. Where's she at? <laughs> a new study claims to prove that all dogs can recognize ineptitude in humans. They ran a series of experiments where humans would try to open containers, and the researchers observed how dogs reacted. Some of the containers were empty. Some of them had food inside. Some humans were told to struggle with the containers, while others were not. And they found that dogs tended to focus on the humans who were able to quickly open the container that information didn't affect the future behavior of boy dogs, but girl dogs was a little bit different, which is weird. And funny that all of the dogs follow me around the house wherever I go. I will say that our girl dog, she is the one that is most like in tune. She sees you. She knows what you're doing at all times. She yeah. knows what room you're in. And she's like a shadow. Yeah. That's the how, boy dogs don't care. But the thing is, is I'm the incompetent one in the household. Which is so, it's bizarre that they follow me around instead of my wife. Because Lauren is very much more competent than I am. Well then. <laughs> Just given that sentence, you should probably dogs, know that. Maybe your dogs are the incompetent ones. <laughs> That's probably the case. Uh, especially the new ones. We have three dogs in the house. It's just, it's crazy how they just follow me around. I'm going upstairs to go to the bathroom or whatever. They're right there. I totally believe that dogs do know like, oh, they're struggling today or wow, they really cannot get that jar of pickles open. <laughs> how embarrassing. <laughs> you just, you feel that silent judgment from your dogs at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I posted this study up on the Facebook page. Go check it out there. Just search 92.3 WIL. It's a good thing dogs can't talk. That is a good thing. Maybe airing all our dirty secrets <laughs> to the neighbors. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Friday light. I know we will because we only have one more day until we go to the Bahamas. Hello. <laughs> we're in prep. Yeah. We're in preparation mode in the studio right now. So we're both like in computers, like trying to figure out all the things we're going to be doing next week. Got to tie up all the loose ends here before you leave the country, because if not, everything goes wrong. Yeah. Can't do that when you're on the radio. We're planning out like really cool, like fun social moments on TikTok and Instagram. So if you don't already follow 92.3 WIL on, on Facebook, on TikTok, on Instagram, you should probably do that because then you can live vicariously through us while we are on the beach. Always a fun time. Also, we are always giving away these trips where you can join us at a Sandals location. So whenever you're on following us on socials or listening on the 92.3 WIL app, that's also how you're entering to win these opportunities. Yeah, and we'll give you a lot more detail on that uh, in the next coming days. As we approach Monday, we'll be taking the show live uh, from the beach. Always a fun time to wake up at 4 or 5 in the morning and have the ocean in the background True. of all of the uh, audio that we put on the air. So if you 
missed anything from the show today, make sure you check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we will see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 923WIL. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.